0: Okay, good morning. We are our Hilchus Chol Today we're going to start Taf Kuf Lamed Gimel. That's where we left off, right? No, no, no. Oh, boy. Take two. Taf Kuf Lamed Dalet. Dine Kibus Bechol HaMoed. Okay, so here we're doing, doing laundry. Can you do laundry on Chol Alright, so we all, we all know it's an issue. So let's see inside. Aleph. Ein mechabsin b'amoid. Allah is clear from the times of the Mishnah, written, obviously from before, but written in the Mishnah, we're not allowed to do laundry. Chazal made a, uh, a gzera. Why? So that we don't enter Yom Tov with dirty clothing. We want to have our Yom Tov and Moed with clean clothing ready to go. The elu shemechabzin. And the following, Chazal also within the Gzerah they gave a, a heter. Uh, similar to um getting a haircut. Habamidina say one who comes from uh, from traveling. Um okayotse mi baita shivya and someone who comes out of being a captivity hostage umibeta asuring from prison umudeh shaitir baragel, and someone who is a nidwe and so n only now he's able to to do laundry in Khalamoid U Misha Nadar Shalolo Khabes I someone made a nedra I'm not gonna do any kind of uh, laundry and then uh, he was getting tired of uh, wearing dirty clothing and smelling. And then he was able to undo his nadir um, only during khalomai. No, he could have done it before maybe, but he didn't. And this is when it happened. Okay? So in these cases, you're allowed to. And khalomai to do laundry. Umit Also, um, I guess your hand towels, things that you're always uh, washing. Uh, using a lot of, also another type of towel that's being used all the time, um, uh, perhaps it's referring to the ones that um, when you get uh, by a barber, it's put on your chest, But uh, or it could be, uh, whatever the pshat is, covering books, whatever it is, these are towels that are constantly being used, changed and laundered all the time. I think to cover them, Umit has and these are towels that um, that they use when they come out of the Beit Merchats. Big day, Ketanim. and little children's clothing because it's always getting uh, dirty—dirt, um, food, and urine, or, or whatever uh, excrement, whatever it's getting dirty with, and sullied. So then, um, okay, so all these things because they weren't gozer in a case. Where it's known that you're constantly laundering them every day, every other day, every third day, whatever, and it's it wasn't part of their zero Okay. Who else? Uba'ala taketim And a person who has a, really refers here to a woman who has a stain, uh, I guess from the period. And and then and she sees it almoit and she needs to get rid of it. So that also wasn't included. Umish'einu ela haluk echad. And also someone who only has one, one set of clothes. So in those days, just important to keep in mind, again, I don't know exactly, I wasn't there, but apparently in those days, they would wear the same clothing that they had for days or weeks at a time without laundering them. So it was no big deal. Uh, maybe they had two, three outfits, but whatever, it would last a number of days. And it was never... Uh, and uh, it poor. It depends on where they were. But no, but I'm saying in general. So in general, they had, let's say, usually more than one item to wear, but it would last a long time. So when Chazal made the gzerah not to do laundry, it, it made a lot of sense in those days because they had, uh, if, they, if they only owned two or three clothing, that's fine. It would last them for a week or two or three. And it would not be an issue. They'd make a gzera do your laundry before Yom Tov, and you will never have an issue about not having enough laundry during the Moed, except a person who only has one type of clothing. A person who only has one type of clothing, one set of clothes, then it's normal for, you know, one day it's going to get dirty, and then he's going to have to, even if he took care of it, before Yom Tov, he's going to get stuck, he's going to need to to launder it again. So that's why they made a heter for someone who only owns one clothing. Also, just interesting to point out, in those days, Laundry was generally a big job, a difficult job. It wasn't just the push of a button. I mean, nowadays sorting and folding takes time, obviously. But in those days, besides what we do nowadays, they had to go travel or walk to the river, put their, out with their clothing, and then scrub away with their detergent, and it was all done publicly, and it was a, it was a bigger thing. So, okay, so, just something to keep in mind. And once it's mutter, you're allowed to do it with any kind of detergent, not a problem, and soap, whatever. And you're allowed to do it because that was the only way it was able to be done. And it was uh, some say nowadays, uh, it can't be done before Um, But anyways, the halacha was written. Uh, They're allowed to do it uh, in public by the river. And because that's the best way it could be done, and it was it was a matter for them, and that's okay. No. Right. So it was <laughs> noticeable. Okay. Fine. So all these items are well known that they get laundered every single day. Or if you're in the case of chaluk echad, since you only had one one robe or one shirt to wear, you would take it off, and you'd be. Not exactly half-naked, but uh, either a little bit of that, or you would wear your outer garment or like a coat and tie it funny. However, in other words, uh, or all these cases, you come in Medina's Tayam or from, uh, from prison, these are all cases where everybody knew. So that's also why it was mutter. Okay, very good. Haggah, uh, miru. We're going to quickly review a couple of details when we finish the Ramah. Haga miru. Now, Chazal said, for these cases, you're allowed to do laundry. But you're only allowed to do laundry on the stuff that you're going to need for Cholamoid. Dahainu, Chaluk In other words, just one Chaluk. Because that's all you're going to need. Perhaps if you know, looking ahead, you're going to need two more before Yom Tov is over. So, I believe you can do both of them at the same time. But okay. Miru, big day Now, the clothing of bigger children. Oh, they're very small. Oh, thank you. They're very small and they're really getting it really dirty. So those are the that mutar machas. So those for sure you can do four or five at a time because they're going to need four or five within the next couple of days or the same day or whatever a few days ahead. So that's not a problem, like I was suggesting before. Ki tzarech mehem Because you always are going to need a bunch of them. Um, at any moment. No. In other words, you need to do you're allowed to do what you need to do, let's are chamoid, and only let's are chamoid, and not extra. Once you're doing laundry to do a little extra, so you have a, you know, you have a couple days worth after yom tov after the holiday's over. No, no. Only for what's a matter for cholomoyd, or what's likely to possibly need for cholomoyd, like when you have a bunch of khtani. When do we say you're allowed to do laundry publicly? That's hainu davka kesherochet al-gav that's when you do it al So the Ramaz is, you can only do it publicly if you're actually gonna go to the river because Chazal know you need the river. That's where it's done And so then we let you do it before Hesia. Otherwise if there's no reason to do it, if you don't if you're not using the river there's no reason to do it before Hesia, so do it in Aval. I believe that's what makes sense and therefore um, nowadays I've never heard of anyone washing laundry by the river so in cases when it's a mutter certainly we should do it uh, indoors or perhaps not a laundromat if you call that for Hesia okay um, fine couple of points here to point out um, Now, I just want to read this, because it's going to come up. From, this is uh, from the Mishnah Bura. I think it's, okay, maybe from the Magin Avraham and, and others as well. But, um, let's see. Und, this is in Dalit. <speaking in Hebrew> Why are we allowed to do <speaking in Hebrew> because they always get dirty right away. <speaking in Hebrew> Even if you were to do laundry before Yom Tov, it would get dirty again during Yom Tov right away. So la'chein Aphila Sheesh Laharba Mitpachot Mutar Lakhabsans. Even though you have a bunch of hand towels, the lacha is clear and it's just straightforward, we allow you to do them. The tzarik la ko mit pacha every day you need another another towel. A kin lafi okay then he goes on to say but maybe nowadays wait lafi mashanagu keycha machimak me shabbat la shabbat but now if you're only going to change your towel from uh, once a week. So then, he suggests, okay, If you only have two, then you shouldn't do them on moid because two will last you. Okay. So then, so that's a question, Um about hand towels or things that maybe you do a little more often. Um, okay. You know what? Let's read the next one. Uh, one second. Fine. Let's read Bet. Kol Mutar So now, the Shulchan Aruch writes, and if I remember correctly, I think it's from the Gemara, right? I think it's... Uh, yeah. So there, the Gemara writes, any kli Pishtan, anything that's made from linen, you are allowed to to launder on cholamoy, why? Because they would get dirty very easily, and you would always have to wash them every day, every other day. I don't know exactly, but it was a common thing you had to wash them, and therefore they weren't gozer. It's in the same category. Those the, those clay pishtan is the same category as which is mutter lachatchila, la and, and they're easy to to clean. Very good. Um. Okay, so let's keep reading. But the minhag became not to be make even with linen. We don't do laundry during the week, uh, right, during the week of Cholamoid At least not for Gdolim. So really, it's mutter. But it be, we, we acted it through a minhag, it became asr, and therefore, so we're not allowed to to be mako, and and to do it. Um, so the Mishnah Bursa says, but even, but klay Pishtan, even if we're not, we're not going to wash them, you're allowed, to, many say the minag is, you're allowed to give it to a non-Jew to take care, of, to clean for you, outside, um, right, outside your house. Okay. We're going to get, let's discuss a few points in a moment. Okay, now, the other thing that the Mishnah Borah points out that many also say is you're allowed to give it to a non-Jew on Cholomoy to do for after Cholomoy, for after Yom Tov. Okay, to have him do it for you, all your clothing, outside of, forget about linen, all normal clothing that we think that we establish is Asr to do on Cholomoy. So we can't do it, we can't have a guy do it for us on Cholomoy, but you can give it to him on Cholomoy to do after Cholomoy, um, you tell the cleaners to give it to him, uh, take care of it, you know, make it ready in a week from now, and it'll be after Yom Tov. Can you give it to a Jew to do that, you know? I don't see the problem unless it's going to be an issue of Maris Ayn. I'm not aware of a problem to give it to a Jew either if he's going to do it afterwards, but am not sure. Okay? Now, a couple of things that I would love to share. One is, can't, let's say you have clothing that's wet and you want to wring it out or put, lay it to dry. both and right? For sure it's not a problem. There's no, even though there may be an issue of a gzera. Like we have extra gzeras on Yom Tov and Cholamoid, but we don't, oh, sorry, Shabbos and Yom Tov, but we don't extend those gzeros of Ma'ar's on Chol Alright? They also point out that you're allowed to, um, uh, well, in Chazun Avadya, he says, by a hotel and a Beit Cholim and a hospital, these places, they change them every day and, uh, issues of diseases and germs, so therefore you're allowed to, and, and the norm is to wash them every single day, so in those cases, it's okay, um, Shemir Shabbos talks about, uh, towels from a chola, uh, from someone who is sick, and so also, since a disease or germs, whatever, so therefore, you're allowed to, you're allowed to, and Shemir Shabbos also writes, you can even have your laundry, your, um, your laundry mat come to you, pick it up, and if you need to, you can even pay him on a cholamoid, just tell him to do it only after cholamoid and after yomtov. Okay, we're going to get to clothing in a minute, as far as our everyday clothing. Okay, a couple other things about kibbutz that are important. Now, from the Sham, I don't know, think there's anyone who argues, he points out that for kibbutz, even just soaking in water, if your kavana is you're, so, you're putting it in water to clean it, to soak it, that's also aser on cholamoy. that's also included. Um, okay even without detergent fine now I saw it seems to be all or if not most of the post games say let's say a person has a shirt he's not planning to wash it but it gets a stain um, well first of all if it's a, it gets something on his shirt first of all if it's a stain that's going to ruin his shirt forever that's a davara ave not a problem um, and in general you, wanna, you don't want to leave even cleanable stains or, or dirt on your clothing too long because then it starts to set in but uh, probably a few days will not be an issue unless you're afraid it's an issue. Now, let's say it's not an issue of a permanent stain. It just, you have a shirt, you want to keep wearing it the rest of the week, and you get a spot on it. So the post game say you're allowed to clean that. You're allowed to spot clean even with soap and detergent. I saw that in Shimon mm-hmm. HaShavz, Kilchasa, uh, Bera Moshe, Chazen Ovadia, R- Levi, others as well. Okay? Um... Now, what if you saw that stain on your shirt? That's a small little food stain, whatever, and you want to wash it. You saw it before the Chag, and you had a chance to clean it, but you pushed it off. And now it's Cholamoid. So, Ramosha and the Sheva Levi said, still, any little stain, Chazal, never never goes there, it's not a problem, even a Cholamoid. But in Shemir Shabbos, he says, you should have cleaned it before. During Cholamoid, since you could have before, he says it's Aser. Okay. Uh, let's see. Now the postkim do say though by a big tanim, or a person who only has one piece of clothing and we let him do laundry. Allah is he's for sure allowed to do laundry on chalomoid. Let's say you had it before chalomoid, should you have uh, and you could have washed it before. You have a bunch of big tanim. And some of them were dirty before chalomoid and you had time or before Yam before the holiday and you had time to clean them. So the postkim generally say Lechatchila, uh, you should have washed it before. But the halacha is, you're 100% mutter to to wash it in cholamoy, even if you could have washed it before Yom Tov, before the first day. You still have uh, once it's a mutter, it's a mutter, and you're allowed to uh, even if you pushed it off on on purpose. You are still allowed to uh, to wash it and cholamoy. Different from uh, ketem. I don't know. It's, you have to, I, I don't know. I don't understand the reason to be machmer by the ketem, but. Um, Okay, and um, and who says that that you're allowed to push it? Up? you're not allowed to push it off. But if you did push it off, you're 100% on what you're to do on Cholamoyd by Big Katanyim or That's the Piskei Tshuva in the name of Tosfos and the Ritba and of Klein. Well, others. Uh, it's it's really from the Tosvos and the Ritba and whatever. Menashe Klein is the one I quoted. Okay, fine. Now, let's say you have clothing. Okay. 18. Now, let's say you have clothing uh, for Yom Tov. Okay, so basically now the question I want to ask is nowadays, where people, if if, if you have clothing that you are changing every single day, so our undergarments, most of us change every day, and our outer garments, shirts, or pants, so some of us change it every day, some of them are the same for a week, but usually not more than a few days, but whatever, whatever, whatever it is. So then, so what's the So generally the alakha is, do whatever you can to wash your clothing before Yom Tov and Khalam However, some, uh, Ramosha for example writes, you don't have to buy, let's say you only own three shirts. And they get dirty, and you're going to need more than three shirts for khalomo, for for an eight day or nine day Yom So he says, You don't have to go buy more clothing. We don't see in Chazal, you have to now spend money to buy more shirts and more clothing so you have, you know, for every day of the week. Uh, okay, so he says, You don't have to do that. Uh, most of the post say for undergarments, I think all the post schemes say for undergarments, it's not a problem. You are allowed to if you need to. Um, the bigger question is: Let's say you wash what you need. you're allowed to wash whatever you need, not extra for after yom tov. But I think I saw from all the poskim, or, or if not all, or most the vast majority, that if it's uh, stuff that you, stuff like underwear and socks that so you need to switch every day and you run out, so then you're allowed to. There is a little discussion by let's say shirts and pants. So it seems to be that. It seems to be that most seem to say it's okay as well. Uh Ovadia says it. the Piskei Tshuva says he doesn't, he doesn't want to be matter for shirts and pants, but um Tshuva, um, though he does bring the, the Beremoshan, Rav Manasha Klein, and others, he says that let's uh, say you're traveling on a road, uh, you're traveling, and you want to, you have to bring a little bag or a suitcase, so you have clothing for the day. So, remotion, whatever. So, the different post came, but most of them seem to say either you don't have to bring more than you normally bring. Let's say you normally bring two shirts, and then when it runs out, you're going you're gonna to wash them. So, most of them say you don't have to bring more than you normally bring. Um, that's a remotion. Um, well, you normally do laundry while you're traveling. So, you normally just have to bring what you normally bring. Um, but the Piskechuva quotes the bare motion of Manasha Klein to say, well, you should really bring extra so you don't have to, but it's not a chiyuv. Because everyone says, we're not, we're not making you, uh, you don't have to make yourself a tircha. You don't have to, you know, if you're, if you're traveling, you don't have to start, you know, bringing an extra suitcase so that you have more clothing and pay if you're on a plane an extra hundred dollars to go. So that's what most seem seems to say you don't need to. And, um, Again, everyone's going to have their own little haggadara. So, okay. Um, I I heard B'Shem, um Ray Cornfeld, for example, he said, "Lamaisa, if you have nothing to wear because all your clothing is dirty, you're allowed to wash chaluk echad." So that's what we saw in the Mishnah Bura. And perhaps I didn't I didn't discuss it with him. Perhaps if you know for sure you're going to need two or three shirts before the chag is over, could be you could just wash them at one time. It's much easier. And uh, it's the same thing as haukadu. The point is you're only allowed to do what you need to do, and it does seem to s- seems does seem to be that nowadays things are a little bit different since we change our clothing every day and we don't force you to walk around with dirty uh, dirty clothing. okay, I think that pretty much tackles that topic. Um, just before I forget let me just go over a couple of things here before I Ironing. You gotta iron your clothing with heat. So there, Shemir Shabbos Kilchasa, Chazenovadia, Bez David, Shulchan Gavoah, they all say it's Mutter Same with polishing shoes. Most of the postgames say it's Mutter Lechatkhila. I saw Shemir Shabbos Kilchasa, Chazenovadia, Malam B'llahoil, Moshe. Shemir Shabbos on the bottom does quote Rishaym Chazan Ish that says the minag is to be machmer. So I don't know, I guess it's polishing shoes only, the only, uh, Chazanish was on, the, the, but again, you have to see what the Minag is. But Mikar then it seems to be that both are 100% Mutter, and it was never part of exera. Okay, um, cleaning dust off of your, uh, off of your hat, off of your clothing. Um again, Shemir Kilchasa, Kielchasa, Chazunavagger, Rav Yashiv, I'll say Mutter Lechat Okay, I heard quoted from our Berkowitz, uh, Berkovitz from an uh, uh, Ash, so he writes there are some who want to be matir in general with wash because nowadays washing machines are so much easier. But he says that the halacha is from almost to all postgame is that there's no difference lamaisa the However, we do see that there are many other reasons why it might be mutter to at least do what's necessary for yom tov. Uh, I do not see anyone inside. Right. so it's another reason another reason not to women don't want to do laundry and uh, very good but it's but uh, yeah you don't have to buy it seems to be you don't have to buy extra clothing and you don't have to walk around in dirty with dirty clothing okay uh, let's see what else do we want to point out Sponja on the floor so we learned that the minag is by Yom Tov and Shabbos we don't do sponja, but on Cholamoid everyone seems to say it's Madrula Chadkhila um, you know, even though you're getting rags, so you can use rags, you can squeeze out your rags, whatever, even though the rags are gonna get clean while you're doing all this, 100% mitra. Besides rags, you're allowed to clean lachatkila. Okay, Um and again, we saw this in Shema, uh, I saw this in Shema Zalman, Aravach, uh, Shema Shavsky Chasa, Novadia, about sponja, it's 100% mitra. Okay, let's go to Gimel um, you know what, I think we'll stop. I think we will stop. Yeah, we'll stop here. And then Gimel anyway really leads into the next two months.